New Right Network presents Patriot Housewives, where real American moms tackle life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, one casserole, um, I mean, day at a time. I'm Rose. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Patriot Housewives, where real MAGA moms bring you on their journey of life, politics, and family. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our store at www.newrightnetwork. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's or to the next episode of Patriot Housewives, where your favorite housewives discuss all the things mm-hmm. political, sometimes non-political. We're just glad to have you here and have a little chat with you. I've got Rebecca here with me. How are you today, Rebecca? Oh, you know, just fantastically great. <laughs> how's your uh, start of summer going oh so far so good my baby graduated Friday oh that's right yeah so that was a little tough but we made it and uh now we're just kind of relaxing congratulations mama thank you thank you you are so welcome I'm so not ready for that I've got a ways to go though so (laughs) it, it just goes so fast and then here it is I know I I still can't believe that I have a, a preteen and a teenager and um in less than a year I'll have two teens like what's happening I know it's crazy <laughs> we're not old enough for this no I know I'm not <laughs> I'm not I, I saw something on Facebook uh yesterday I posted it and it was like how how are you people your moms with preteens and up doing and then it said uh uh hot ass hoodies and attitudes all they got to offer <laughs> <laughs> That is accurate. I was like, I I know I shared it and I was like, send help. Yeah, Yeah. I have two two of minor teenagers now. So, oh boy. And, you know, I have all girls. So we have lots of drama and, you know, attitude and, you know, but I mean, they're pretty good overall, but we have our moments. Well, I think they're, I think it's impossible not to have moments at that age. Yeah. And I get it, you know, hormones and all of that crazy stuff. I get it. Yeah. We do pretty well. Yeah. we've we've had a pretty good decent start to the summer you know uh hanging out we've had some company we always seem to be the house where all the the kids come um yeah. you know going hanging out swimming and stuff like that so but being down here in Florida we've got all the pools and the oceans and mm-hmm. <laughs> if we could just get the rain like yeah when, when we first moved here last year it rained and I'm not not even exaggerating every single day Oh, every single day it's something that you get used to as a Floridian you're like oh it's the yeah. you know uh wait 15 minutes rain. <laughs> <laughs> wait 15 minutes it'll go away yeah but I remember I remember feeling for a while I was like man did I move to Florida or Seattle you know like where, where am I but now I'll, it hasn't rained like a good rain it, it sprinkled the other day for the first time but it had before that had not rained in at least a month or more oh, wow wow right? that's we, crazy we've got uh we we're not allowed to turn our sprinklers on during certain hours of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So we need the rain. So if you you guys all love Florida so much, I'll pray that we get some rain. Yeah, seriously. Wow. All the for a while and then it rained out graduation, <laughs> had to move it inside and then it hasn't. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, you've got, you guys have all the rain. Send some down here to us. Yeah, seriously. We need it too. We're like, my grass is brown and ugh. yeah. All the people moving down here are sucking up all the air or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, you can't blame them for wanting to move down there, though. No, but see, what's happening is we've got people moving down here from like New York or, or Colorado or places where it's more expensive to live. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in down. They're coming down here and they're buying up the houses, paying cash 
and people that live here that need to move for whatever reason. Um, like I know someone who they're having to move out of their house because the person they're renting it from, his parents died and he needs to move back in there to be closer to his, his family. Mm -hmm. So they've been looking for a house for three months and there's nothing because these out of towner people are coming in and taking up all the real estate. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's good. It's causing problems. So just, if you guys are listening, we're full, um, Florida is closed. (laughs) So (laughs) go the other way. There's nothing left here. Crime. It's bad. Um, yeah, the, the beaches are ugly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's nothing to do absolutely there's nothing, nothing to do. it's it's really boring you'll hate it it's hot humid but mosquitoes is our like mm. state bird yeah. so. <laughs> so anyways so mm. now that I went on that little rampage uh we've got a we've got a couple of things to talk about today I, I know this happens over the Memorial Day weekend oh and uh you know happy Memorial Day late Memorial Day to everyone I hope you guys enjoyed celebrating our our veterans who who fought and who died for us and, you know, properly celebrated them this weekend because (laughs) our government does not seem to care right now. No, they don't. Um, But we'll get to we'll get to that in a minute. But before we get to our government not respecting uh, Memorial Day, let's talk about Joe Biden's creepy comment. Oh, I love the heebie-jeebies, like permanent case. (laughs) Do we know where he was when he said that? Um, I don't know where he was, but he did it again yesterday. Oh boy, of course he did. Yeah, (laughs) it's just, it's so creepy. And so the other day he said something about this, there was a little girl in the audience wherever he was speaking and he said, oh, look at her. She just looks like she's just 19 years old with her little legs crossed and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, that's creepy. Why, why are you looking at some little girl and saying things like that about her? It's creepy. Well, and did you see the picture of the little girl? Yes. She's like, she's like a she's little girl. Tiny. Yeah, yeah, she was tiny. With, and she was, you know, she was this cute little girl. She looked totally uncomfortable in pictures that I saw. Well, I'm um, sure she was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if and I've seen all these people, you know, they're posting like, you know, if I was her dad, I would have punched him and I would have too. Like, I yeah. You don't say stuff like that. And no. can, can you imagine just for a second if Donald Trump said those exact same words in the exact same situation, absolutely nothing was different, what the reaction would be? Oh, it would have been horrible, but the media ignores it. Of oh, course la, they do. la 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 la. Let's talk about ice cream. <laughs> but it's creepy. And then yesterday he did the same thing. There were two little girls in an audience and he he said something to him and then he said, let's make sure they get ice cream after this. And like, mm. it's just, it's, oh my gosh, something's you not know, right. That what's, what's interesting is so yesterday I was, I was a little bit busy. I didn't pay attention to the news as much because I was helping out a family member with something. Um, but I did see a headline, but all the headline said was Biden makes sure kids get ice cream after speech. Yes. Instead of going into detail about what he actually said, because it was creepy. Well, you know, the media, the media has to be in a really tough spot right now because and I say that because they're not supposed to do bad coverage for Biden. They're supposed to, you know, make sure it's all, you know, warm and fuzzy and, mm-hmm. you know, Biden's the best and all that. And they don't have a lot of material to work with. <laughs> Bless their hearts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their job's got to be really hard right now. You know, they had it easy with Donald Trump because it mm-hmm. was vilified Donald Trump. So it didn't really matter what he did. They just yeah. turned it bad. You yep. know, 
so that that was pretty easy now they've got their work cut out for them they're like uh how are we gonna how are we gonna spend this one how are we gonna make them look good you know here um and really they especially when it comes to situations like this where he's making inappropriate comments about little girls and their legs being crossed um god it's just so gross like I, so if someone had a, if someone had a said something like that about my daughter at any age even at the age she's at right now i would literally punch them in the throat i would melissa yep. carthy you know identity theft type movie literally punch right in the throat <laughs> yep, me too. that's just it's just creepy completely yeah, creepy. so and it was the daughter of a veteran oh my gosh oh to make matters worse to make matters worse it's just creepy something is just not right i mean yes he's old Yes, he seems to have memory issues, but some something's just creepy there. Something is off that has it nothing is. to do with his age or his memory issues. There is just a creepster factor there, and it's disgusting. Well, he's just an old pervert. He's always been an old pervert. He will always be an old pervert, and no one seems to care. Well, not say no one. The left doesn't seem to care. <laughs> the media does not care, and if the media doesn't care, then we're not supposed to care. Right, because the media tells us what to think. I mean, didn't mm -hmm. someone say that at some point that they're supposed to tell us what we what to think i don't remember who yeah. that was probably but, joe biden i <laughs> know <laughs> someone in the media but uh i just can't you know and then uh we have um, our wonderful vice president who of all the things that she could have said there were so many things that she could have said to you know have you know uh happy memorial day that would have been easy like, you know, have, have a good Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. Even if even if she didn't like post anything that was like the tribute or what the, the weekend was all about. But no, she decided to go with enjoy the long weekend. And a, and picture, a picture of herself. Of herself. <laughs> like, wh where's her PR team? She is the, literally the most tone deaf person I have ever seen in politics. It's unreal. It, it really is like, I just can't even um, imagine what was going through her head whenever she decided that, oh yeah, let's go with this post. Yeah. You know, like this is a good post, you know? Yeah. Or and is, just, is, where's her PR people who, who right. post for her and, and keep an eye on that stuff. I mean, it's bizarre. Or is it that they're trying so hard to be neutral and non-offensive that they thought that that was okay because that wouldn't offend anyone? Or I don't really know. Like I, I just know. can't make... I can't really make sense of it. I wonder if maybe they're trying to like, you know, people don't really like her. And I think they know that. I wonder if they're trying to sort of humanize her, make her relatable. I mean, it backfired in a big way, but I wonder if that's their, that's their aim is to make her seem, you know, relatable and, oh, I'm your buddy. And, you know, that kind of thing, which is not working. Well, no, it's backfiring because she just looks full of herself. Like who yeah. sees a picture of themselves on Memorial Day <sighs> weekend? So gross. <laughs> <laughs> she's never she's never been a veteran. She I mean she's never been in the military. She's never done anything noteworthy, really. No. <laughs> um, so to make this weekend that is, you know, about something specific about herself, that's a that's a pretty big thing, I think. Pretty high level bad. <laughs> yep. It is. And, me, and me, meanwhile, we have, you know, President. Uh, Trump and Melania that are out there actually celebrating um, mm -hmm. and paying tribute to what the the 
you know, this holiday, a lot of people forget it's not just a three-day weekend. Yes, it's nice to have the day off of work. If you're working, you know, if you're still in school, it's nice to have the day off of school, but it's about so much more than that. And the people that are our commander-in-chief and our vice president, they should be the ones setting the tone. And the right. tone that they set was not good. Right. They should be leading the pack, leading the charge on honoring people who gave the sacrifice, but they're not. Oh, have a great weekend. Here's a nice picture of me cackling. Right. I mean, in, in very, you know, stark contrast, Melania tweeted, today we honor courageous fallen heroes who fought for our freedom um, with a picture of an American flag. So, I mean, it's not, it's, it's possible to be respectful and, you know, uh, honor. Right you know, honorable or sometimes. Right. Or you could have said, first of all, don't post a picture of yourself, but she could have yeah. said, enjoy the long weekend. But while you're enjoying the weekend, remember why we have this long weekend. Exactly. You know, tie it together. I mean, it's okay to say, have a great weekend, but first of all, stop posting a picture of yourself. Cause that's just gross. But yeah. you could at least try attempt to be a decent person. I see in the statement from Donald Trump that was released for Memorial day, he says, on this Memorial Day, we remember the fallen heroes who took their last breaths in defense of our nation, our families, our citizens, and our sacrificed freedoms. The depth of their devotion, the steel of their resolve, and the purity of their patriotism has no equal in human history. It's because of their gallantry that we, we can together as one people continue our pursuit of America's glorious destiny. We owe, that, we owe all that we are and everything we ever hope to be to these unrivaled heroes. Their memory and their legacy is immortal. Our loyalty to them and to their families is eternal and everlasting. Um, America warriors, America's warriors are the single greatest force for justice, peace, liberty, and security among all the nations ever to exist on earth. God bless our fallen soldiers, sailors, coast guardsmen, airmen, and Marines. We honor them today, forever, and always. Now that's a tribute. That's a statement. Yes. That is, a, that is presidential. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. I just can't, I can't believe such mockery was made over this weekend between Joe Biden hitting on little girls and uh, Kamala Harris making her, Kamala, how the heck do you say her name? Harris, we'll just call her Harris, <laughs> making the day about her and, you know, completely glossing over what it was about. So, I mean, but on the, the real, I'm really not surprised. No, we shouldn't be surprised. Horrified and sickened, but not surprised because that's who they are and they don't care. And they don't care about our country. They don't care about our veterans. They don't care about people who gave their lives for our country. They just don't care. They do not. It's sad. It's very sad. It's just, and like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's the people in the, the Oval Office that set the tone for the country, you know, and I, there's so much wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> going on there that really bothers me. And it feel it, it feels like, some of the other outlying things that we're seeing, like this thing we're about to talk about with Blue's Clues, um, could be a direct result of who's in the Oval Office. And mm -hmm. now the tone is that it's okay. You know, um, I had not seen this until I was looking at our notes this morning of something that we, you know, the things that we were going to talk about, and I clicked on it. And I am kind of beside myself about this. The Blue's Clues thing? Yes. Yeah. So my kids well my oldest particularly loved Blue's Clues when she was little it was it was kind of all the rage then you know she's 18 and she loved that show haven't seen it in years because my kids are too old for it now but I was 
horrified that this children's show had a gay pride parade, <clears throat> excuse me, had um, transgender, non-binary, whatever all that crap is, in a parade on their show for literally two-year-olds. What on earth? It makes no sense to me. Um, my, my kids never really watched Blue's Clues, but my little sisters did whenever we were growing up. And we watched it a lot. We were with the OG Steve. Oh, know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Steve's way better. <laughs> that was the Team best. Steve. Steve. <laughs> like, yes. Original Steve was the best, you know, mm-hmm. Blue Clues host there was. And all these other ones, they don't know what they're doing. Um, but we watched it a lot. Like, I still reference it. And, you know, we, we sing the song sometimes, my mom and I. Um, yeah. We watched it so much. So this is, like, insane because this show is supposed to be a show, like, teaching age-appropriate things to children right you know they they talk about like you know male includes and like learn you know things <laughs> things that are appropriate at that age yeah um you're never going to convince me and I'm not saying that you know the pride and all that stuff whatever you you guys do you whatever but why do we need to teach that to young children why there is no reason none there's there's none at that age at that age group they shouldn't even be they shouldn't even be thinking about sexuality or anything like that they're they're innocent children yeah let they them don't... be let them be children exactly that's just confusing to them and it's not even a show that's about a fam like a traditional family it's you know there is a, like the mr salt and mrs pepper and they have the little baby cinnamon or whatever um and maybe i'm dating myself because they may not be on there anymore but the the show the show is not centered on a family so it's not like they're they're even going oh let's let's think of alternative families which is still ridiculous but it's not even that it's just a regular kid show where they play you know play games and learn songs and get the mail which i love the mail song um, yeah, this is my favorite. This sing, is my favorite I, one. I sing, I sing it all the time. Like when I'm going <laughs> to get too. mail, I'm like, mail time. <laughs> Here's the mail. It never When it comes, I want to mail. Mail. Okay, I love that song. <laughs> to this day, but it's not even like a, a family-centered show. It's about a, a a dude and his dog. I mean, what you know? It just makes no sense whatsoever. It's just bringing politics and bringing all this nonsense into a place where it doesn't belong in the first place exactly it it should have never been there like Mm -hmm. I don't know I don't know what it makes me worried for the the next generation of little kids and you know a lot of parents and I'm not saying it's right or wrong but a lot of parents use the tv shows and cartoons screen time as almost like a babysitter yeah you know they'll turn it on put their kids in front of it and then that's how they're able to get some things done maybe they need to to do some household chores or cook dinner or whatever to, mm-hmm. you know, do some bills, get some phone calls, then it doesn't really matter. They're doing other things and they're thinking that their kids are, are you know, in front of an educational television show. So they're not paying right. attention to what's right. on. And especially if it's something like Blue's Clues, that's been around for such a long time and it's usually very wholesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can trust that you're going to, not have anything out of the ordinary in it but you can't no you can't even (laughs) trust it it's and you're right and like I know with my oldest daughter she was very needy like she needed constant interaction and attention so there were times when I plunked her in front of Blue's Clues and said 
let's watch blue while I go make dinner or switch out laundry or whatever, because she needed that constant because she was, you know, an only child at that point. She needed that constant (laughs) interaction. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes it was a a temporary babysitter and that's totally okay. It is. Yeah. I trusted that when I left her in front of that TV, that she wasn't going to see anything that I was going to have to explain to her or, you know, that was controversial or whatever. It was just, let's, you know, learn our shapes or our numbers or whatever. Right. And, (sighs) you know, back then, you could trust that that's all yeah. that was going to be yeah. on it, you know, and now all of a sudden we've got these weird controversial talk- topics that are way too mature for small kids mm-hmm. being put in there for, for what reason? <laughs> like, None. what are they trying to accomplish at that point? None. You know? And it's There's... not even like trying to be inclusive. Because like I said, it's not a show that's centered around a family. It's not even saying let's be more inclusive and learn about other types of families. There's not a family, it's not a focus on a family anyway. So even though I would disagree with that too, at least it would have a purpose. This has no purpose. No, you know, I was looking at the little clip that was attached to this tweet that you put in here and we've got a a drag queen singing at a pride parade. And then they're saying thing, you know, like this, this family has two mommies. These babies are non-binary. How can a baby be non-binary? How can a baby oh, be non-binary? It can't. Literally. It's a baby. It's a baby. It has no anything. It's a boy or a girl. It certainly has no sexuality. I just, I'm, I've, I've got it pulled up <laughs> now and I'm, I'm looking speechless. at it. I mean, like there's, there's these, all these animals holding like, you know, the LGBT uh, flag. And they're marching in and she's the drag queen singing, obviously a drag queen, you know, it's just, I don't even understand it. I'm still trying to see if, if anything in here makes any sense. It's not gonna. I can't imagine that it does. They love each other so proudly and Blue's just sitting there like, you know, dancing along with it. Oh my gosh. But (sighs) I mean, okay, let me just rant for a second when it's pride month and why do we have a pride month why why do you need to be proud of something that supposedly you have no control over if you're born that way then why are you you know why do you specifically need to be proud of it why isn't it just who you are and it's just the way you are I'm not proud to be straight I'm just straight I never thought about celebrating it or being proud of it it's just who I am this line says ace by and pan grown-ups you see I don't even know what that means what does that even mean was ace. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, like, and this is to little kids. Like, I don't even understand it. They can love each other so proudly and they all go marching in. It's to the tune of, they all go marching on, you know, like that's oh, the, yeah. the tune. The yeah. ants go marching. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, I don't even know. I can't. I just, I don't even, I don't even understand what's going on with the world these days. It just, it makes no sense. And these are children. No matter, no matter how you feel about any of this stuff, these are children. Why, why do you need to shove anything down their throats? Just teach them how to count what their colors are. Teach them how to be a nice friend. Just teach them to love people. You don't need to to introduce sexual concepts, complicated sexual concepts that 
you know, a lot of grownups don't really fully understand because I don't understand all of the extra stuff that's been added in the last few years. Yeah, um, there's all this alphabet soup. I don't know what half those letters mean. I don't have any clue what they mean. And even <laughs> no if you idea. tell me what, even when the, when someone tries to tell me the, like what the words stand for, I don't know what the words mean. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, yeah. what is that? What does that mean? You know? <laughs> yeah. Why are there so many categories? <laughs> yeah. I just don't get it. It makes no sense to me. And there's, there's, so there's, there's really no reason to introduce any kind of complicated sexual concept to a young child who they're still trying to learn the world mm -hmm. and their numbers and you know shapes and things like that you know just teach just teach your kids to be good people that's all that yeah. they need to know yeah and it's, shows it's, like that really can help you know sometimes you see a, an episode where you know someone is is a little different and we were friends with them or whatever but it has nothing to do with all these concepts it's just you know there's always outcasts so you be nice to the outcast it has nothing to do yeah. with anything you know anything about who they are it's just you know being nice to people and they shows like that can really be make an impact on kids and in, in learning you know how to treat people and all of that stuff especially kids who may not get that at home but right. it doesn't have anything to do with rainbows and alphabet soup nope <sighs> very frustrating I'm glad my kids aren't small anymore you Me know too. Uh, Me too. I've thought that several times lately that I'm just glad my kids are a little bigger. Yeah, they're to the point now where they've formed their opinions about things and they've, uh, you know, been rooted in, <laughs> I've always taught them to, to love everyone and be nice to everyone and accept people for who they are. And they do. They're, they're very yeah. good about that. They're, yeah, they're are, friends with yeah. people all, all across the spectrum, you know, of mm -hmm. uh, different races, different sexual orientations whatever they they are friends with all those people but what i'm proud proud of is that they are resolute in who they are right my children they're not right. trying to to uh, they're not confused they're not like you know well these people are like this so i should be like this these people are like this so i should be like this mm -hmm. they're not like that at all um you know my mm -hmm. my son has taken a very strong standpoint on on tiktok that there are only two genders he did that Good on his him. own Good he did him. that on his own um and but he's still friends with people who are all, like I said, like all over the place. Mm -hmm. So um, you can, it is possible to have your opinion about something and decide that th this is what you believe and still accept people for what they believe. Right. Um, and I think and, kids are naturally very accepting. And they you are. Know, and guess what? They don't what? judge people. They just accept people. And mm -hmm. none of their, none of their children's shows had pride parades in them. Not none exactly. of their children. None of their children's shows introduced concepts of non-binary babies and bisexual grown-ups that exactly and, and pansexual and ace whatever the hell that is to my yeah, kids. I don't even know. I don't know what those words mean. Like I really have no idea. So they didn't have that introduced whenever they were younger, and they're still loving accepting people. Right, because that's so just this, how kids are. Unless you are actively teaching them differently, they will be like that. And it's no, it's nobody's place to teach anyone's kids except about concepts like that. It is their parents' decision on when and how those types of things should be introduced, if at all. Yes. Uh, did that episode come with a warning label? Did it Probably have a not. at the beginning? Probably not. I'm sure so the didn't. parent is paying attention that says, hey, we're talking about something that you might want to pre-screen or whatever. Probably not. Oh. I mean, probably the only way the parent would find out about it is if they were a watching it with them or just happened to 
look up and be like, what is this? Yeah. You know, or, you know, a lot of kids these days um, with the technology we have, they're watching shows on like iPads with, mm-hmm. with ear, you know, headphones on or whatever. So it's possible that these kids are seeing this stuff and their parents are none the wiser. They don't even yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, oh we're boy. doing a public service by telling them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but parent, parents, apparently now you have to pre-screen and pay attention to children's shows. Uh, the ones that are on, on public television. It's <laughs> crazy. Have, you have to make sure that what your, your kids are watching, you have to, to monitor it if you don't want your kids exposed to that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So. And, you know, it wouldn't really shock me if that was on Disney because Disney is kind of woke. But it's Nickelodeon. I mean, I know. or Nick Jr. or whatever. Nick I mean, Jr., yeah. It doesn't, they don't have a reputation of being like woke like Disney. So that's no. even crazier that they did that. Hmm. Um, now now we're just gonna have to pay attention more um well not necessarily me I don't know our kids don't watch that anymore yeah but if Um, you have kids (laughs) in that age group watch out because it's coming for you (laughs) coming to a coming to a television near you coming to a (laughs) two-year-old near you (laughs) please Mm. oh all right so I haven't even I'm gonna be honest with you I didn't even read over this yet this this you can't make this stuff up stuff up this week so tell me what you got here okay I'm just gonna read this because I don't know that I could summarize it any better so a Colorado professor claims that white supremacy is causing black people to attack Asian Americans and here's a quote from this professor the point I've made through all of those experiences, is that anti-Asian racism has the same source as anti-Black racism, white supremacy. So when a Black person attacks an Asian person, the encounter is fueled perhaps by racism, but very specifically by white supremacy. White supremacy does not require a white person to perpetuate it. A moment of silence. (laughs) (laughs) I just, what? Okay, hold on. Okay, the thing that really got me was that last little part there. So white supremacy does not require a white person to perpetuate it. Why, then is it just, what? And it's just supremacy. Oh my God, I'm so confused right now. Oh my gosh, okay. Well, and this goes hand in hand with Joe Biden's statement yesterday that white supremacy is the biggest um, terror threat in America. Like a bigger threat than ISIS. Wow. I mean, what? I mean, here's the thing. I know lots of white people. I know lots of conservative people. I do not know a single white supremacist. They I've exist. Never met. They exist. I've never, never ever met, one. met. They, I, I know. Have, I've been to people I've, who are racist, but yeah, not white supremacists. They exist, but they're kind of like that rare unicorn. Like, there's probably if there are, you know, a million white people or a million white conservatives, there's like two white supremacists in the, in yeah. the mix. I, they're so rare. They're extremely rare. <laughs> like, I've never met one in person. Like, they talk about white, white supremacy all the time, and I'm like, what even is this? You know, like, yeah. and the thing that kills me is that they're putting that that label on on all white people, basically, if you're, yeah. not, if you're not on their side, I guess, or you're not willing to, like, denounce your race or I'm not really sure what it is they want want white people to do but if you don't 
fall in line with that, then you're a white supremacist. It doesn't matter how you treat people. It doesn't matter that you're not racist. It doesn't matter you've never done anything racist in your life. It's just simply because you're white. Yeah, which is the yeah. epitome of racism. <laughs> that you're judging a person, everything about a person, just by what color their skin is. Isn't that the very definition of racism? It is. Don't tell me I'm a white supremacist. There's not a white supremacist bone in my body. It's a horrible concept, but it's also a very rare concept, unless you as a Democrat who think that we're all white supremacists. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right. And but there yeah, you have they... Joe Biden perpetuating that himself, again, setting the tone from the top that all of these white people are just horrible and, you know, whatever. So the definition of racism. <clears throat> Prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group, typically one that is a minority or oh, that has been added. Oh, they're changing. Typically it. one that is a minority or marginalized. That was never there before. Huh, that's crazy. That is from the Oxford Dictionary. Let's go to the Merriam-Webster and see if they changed it there too. Hmm, that's crazy. Okay, so, Merriam-Webster well, defines racism as a belief that race is a fundamental uh, uh, determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial, racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race. Okay, it doesn't have that here. Hmm. Behavior or attitudes that reflect and foster this belief. Um, wow. The second definition under... Uh, in. Uh, Merriam-Webster is a systematic oppression of a racial group to the social, economic, and political advantage of another, specifically white supremacy. Wow. Huh. Wow. So what do you, what do you call it when they're, everybody hates white people? <laughs> that. <laughs> they're, cha they're changing definition. They're changing the definition. I mean, is that, any surprise though? I mean, they've changed the definition of gender. They've changed the definition of marriage. They've changed the definition of so many words. So it was really not a surprise. We need like a, a non-woke dictionary. Uh, so I just found this article on BBC. It says racism, racism definition, Merriam-Webster to make update after request. Haha. <laughs> Kennedy Mitchum, a recent graduate of Drake University in Iowa, suggested that the definition should include a ref reference to systematic oppression. See, I knew that wasn't there before. Mm. And this was, this was just changed last year. An editor then responded, later agreeing to update their definition. The decision comes amid international and anti-racism protests after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Okay, so here's the old, this is the old definition before they changed it. Um, the first one was a belief that race is the primary detriment, the same thing that I've read before. And then uh, the second one, it was a doctrine or political program based on the assumption of racism and designed to execute its principles. And then three, racial prejudice or discrimination. So it had nothing about systemic uh, racism, it had nothing about white supremacy. It was updated because of George Floyd. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow. That's I'm kind crazy. of like... I'm kind of way more mad now than I have been in a long time because this that's, is insane. That's completely crazy. And speaking of George Floyd, his family went to the White House a week or two ago. To meet oh, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Um, listen, you know, it's nothing against his family. You know, they lost a family member and all that stuff. But 
let's not forget that George Floyd was a criminal. He had a gun what? to a pregnant woman's belly. He committed other crimes. I can't even remember the list of them. He there was a lot. A, he is not a hero. Not perhaps he means. should perhaps he should not have have died in the way he did. Fine. But stop making a martyr out of him. He was not a good person and he is not a hero and he does not deserve all this. But every time I hear it I'm just like, Ugh! you know, because no, what I mean what happened to him was terrible and perhaps should not have happened. That's whatever. But stop stop making him into this this hero. I mean, give me a break. Right, and, and to go so far as literally changing the definition literally of a word. Insanity. I mean, like, I can't even wrap my brain around that because there are people of all colors that die in inhumane ways every day mm-hmm. all over the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And so how can it be that this one single incident from this one person can be so significant to result in a change to the definition of a word? It's insane. So they, they make a, a hero out of him and Kamala says, enjoy your long weekend. Here's a picture of me and ignores the millions of people who have died for our country. I mean, right. is George Floyd better than all of them? Nope. And nope. Well, if you, if you think that he is, you are disturbed. <laughs> yeah, let me just look at something else real quick too. Yeah, let's just, one second. Let's see. All right. Just over the weekend in Chicago, three dead, 34 wounded in Memorial Day weekend shooting. Wow. We haven't heard anything about this, have we? Well, no. That's just happens, one city. It happens every weekend in Chicago. Um, but yep. we don't hear a lot about it because it doesn't fit the narrative. But let me point out, Chicago has the tightest, strictest gun laws in the country, but it has the deadliest weekends. Yep, that's like, that's kind of exactly my point is that this goes unnoticed, un, untalked about. You'll, you have to dig to find stuff about it, but this is the reality. This happens every day. Why are these people not significant? Mm-hmm. Why are these people not important? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they are innocent. Sometimes they're even children. There's been a yeah. couple of incidents recently where a child was killed in Chicago and you you hear maybe just a passing word about it, but why are these children not getting attention? They didn't certainly didn't do anything wrong. They're children. <sighs> We're just a <sighs> messed up country. Things are messed up. It says Mildly. in the same article, it says that statistics released by Chicago police show that the number of shooting victims has risen 24% over the same period last year. And murders have risen 5% compared to 2020. But we're not talking about this. No, because it because, doesn't fit the narrative. No, because I'm, I guarantee you, and I'm not saying there's any sort of racist way, it's just how it is out there that it's black on black crime. Yeah, I would assume so in most, most cases. Um, it's also the gun stuff, the gun laws and everything. Nobody wants to talk about that. It doesn't fit their fit their narrative. And when I say there, I mean the media. It doesn't fit the media's narrative. So we're not going to hear about it. We had a 29-year-old died, a 26-year-old died, four teens were shot. I mean, this is just insane. Okay, here's something else. So I saw 
an article in the newspaper, my local newspaper the other day. And it said, I didn't even read the article, but the headline said something about the deadly attack on the Capitol. And it's talking about January 6th. One person died. Right. One person. Is that a tragedy? Absolutely. Do we know who killed her? No, because they won't tell us. It, so technically, it, it was deadly because the person died. But to keep framing it as this horrible, deadly insurrection, and then to ignore the deadly, actually, truly, significantly deadly weekends in Chicago every single weekend. I mean, there's yep. just such a disconnect there. And it's the media. It's what the media is feeding us. They're feeding us this horrible, deadly insurrection, which, yes, it was a bad thing. I'm not saying that it should have happened. It was a bad thing to happen. But it was not... Um, deadly in the sense that any more than one person died um you know there was not great destruction of property nobody was looting a target i mean it's but the way they keep framing it is just like it's the most horrible thing that ever happened and the reason they're doing that is because they think it was trump supporters and they think trump incited it which is also a lie but i know it's it's crazy to me i'm sitting here and then i go back and a couple weekends ago the weekend of may 24th there were 55 shot and 11 killed in Chicago. Wow. This is just weekends, guys. This is yeah. just weekends in one city. Weekends in one city. This is like normal to them. It, it, it doesn't even, people don't even bad eye. They're like, oh, it's Chicago. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, whatever. It happened in Chicago. No. Why are these people less important? Why, why are we elevating George Floyd to such a, because it was a cop that did it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, this is getting crazy. It's completely crazy. Mm. Oh, I just can't. It's completely anyway. crazy. So it's they're creating the narrative. They're creating the, the racism. They're creating the racist narratives. They're they're creating all of this scenario. And what I, what's happening when you look at it from my point of view, correct me if I'm wrong, is that what's happening is that the narrative that they're creating that white people are so bad and we're all white supremacists and we, we hate minorities and we're these horrible people is creating hate against us from those minorities. It is making a divide that shouldn't be there. I don't hate anyone mm -hmm. for exactly. their skin color. I mean, exactly. there are people I don't like, but it has nothing to do with their skin color. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nothing at all. You know, no, like right. I, have, I, have, I don't even, I don't dislike people because of their sexual orientation. I don't dislike right. people because of anything. I, right. I based my opinion of, of people on their their character on right. who they are on what they do you know the people exactly. that i that i don't like it's for a specific reason it's not because some kind of vagaries like oh well they have more melanin in their skin than me so therefore that i don't like them that's stupid right. it's completely <laughs> stupid it's it's the height of stupidity like it's just, i just can't i can't deal with this mm -mm. but it is, it is creating some, some people in their minds, especially people who, um, for whatever reason, you know, they're, they're only watching one news source or they're only being fed mm -hmm. one side of the story and they don't know any better, you know? Right. And so it's creating this, this hate. It's creating the, the, this complete racial divide that should never have been there to begin with. And we're trying to, you know, they're talking about healing, you know, race, race relations, but they're not doing that. So they're making it worse. No, they're making it worse. I mean, it's... You know, certainly, I think race, racial issues are worse now than they've ever been in my lifetime. I'm oh, 100%. And it's yep. worse than it's ever been. And it started to get worse under Obama. Yeah, 2008. 
It's just a fact that he started stoking those fires. And, you know, I'm not saying that we're perfect. I'm not saying that there aren't issues sometimes, but it's not, certainly not what they make it out to be. And they have made, they've just brought so much um, conflict and, and stress into the picture that was never there before. It just wasn't. And I mean, I realize I'm a white girl talking about this, but come on. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's crazy. <clears throat> it is, and we should be able to talk about it because yeah, it, it affects us. It affects our kids, <clears throat> you know? So, I mean, growing up when I was in school, there was never, I never really saw anything that was, that was racist happening. You know, I was, we were all just friends with each other. It didn't really yeah. matter what color yeah. your skin was. We all hung out. If you wanted to hang out, we hung out, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't until I was a, an adult and Obama became president. After a few years, I started seeing all this stuff and I'm going, where is this coming from? Like, why, why are we doing this? You know? Right. Right. And we then, were and then in a much better place before all that. And now it's to the point where I'm, I'm outraged about stuff. Yeah. You know, I am, yeah. I'm not going to apologize for something I can't control. I didn't, right. I didn't like choose in the womb what color the, you know, my skin was going to be. And, no. just, you know, when you break it down, I've got my, my ethnicity is from all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done the ancestry DNA t- test. I know what, what my origin is. And I would dare say that there's not anyone out there that's purely anything, right. you know, um, we, we all have stuff from, from our, our heritage and our ancestry that, that make us all very unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, they always say, don't judge a book by its cover. And that's what, what is happening when mm-hmm. you're judging someone by the color of their skin. You don't know, right? you know, right. So, but that's crazy. we can, uh, well, why we can wind this down with a little bit more of a, a positive. I found a, a, a heartwarming sort of Florida man headline this week um, oh, good we need that <laughs> yeah <laughs> now, now I'm kind of glad that this is the one that I decided to go with but I just thought this was cool um it just says Florida man wins one million dollars after both his truck and his wife's car broke down so this guy their cars were broke down they're going through a bad time he goes up to the convenience store buys a five dollar scratch-off ticket and wins a million bucks oh wow that's awesome I thought that was so great. You know, it's Jack- awesome. happened in Jacksonville and he chose to get the one-time payout. He's like, I'm going to, we're going to buy me and my wife's cars. We're going to get a house and, you know, it's going to set them up to be in a better place. So oh, I thought that's that was awesome. great. That's awesome. Yeah. We got a ha- like a happy Florida man headline. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the crazy I ones usually- are fun, but. <laughs> <laughs> I usually look for the ones that make me laugh, but this one just made me go, oh, I, I love that. So great for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. And made me consider to go buy a five dollar sketch off of it. Yeah, really. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know like anything the odds on those. Are, yeah, the odds are not really great, but you never know. <laughs> I never win anything on those ever. Me yeah, I don't. I don't do gambling very much because my, you know, if it has to do with luck, like you have to have some sort of luck to win. I don't win. You know, yeah, yeah. if it has to do with skill, you know, then I can probably figure it out. But yeah, I'm not the same. Luck. Yeah, I don't have good luck. But that's okay. Yeah, I'm just happy for the for this family here and how yeah, that they awesome. were down on their luck and they, you know, just fell into all of this money. That's so great for them. That's what you like to see. You know, that's that's a good a good use of the um of the lottery and you like to see that. Yes. And hopefully they don't um do what a lot of lottery winners do yeah. and uh waste just it. Blow it all and then be <laughs> in a worse position than they were before they won. Yeah. Um 
I uh, hear that happening a lot. So yeah. hopefully that doesn't happen to them. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's awesome. I like that. So um, for our last little segment here, our Housewives Recommend, um, do you want to do a summer fun idea? Sure. Well, okay. I'm like the least fun person in the world. Full disclosure. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm not a fun person. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just sit here and read my book. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> um, but actually, what I am planning to do with my kids is I am going to have them make a summer bucket list. Um, just everybody just write down everything you want to do this summer and we'll do as many of them as we can. So that way it's things they want to do because, you know, it's, it's their summer. And like with my oldest, it's her, I mean, it's her last summer, you know, before she goes to college, which I don't want to start crying. So I'm not going to think about it. Um, but yeah, I, I get teary quite easily, (laughs) um, just things that they want to do. And I'm sure some of them are going to be like, I want to go get a snow cone or I, you know, want to go get ice cream or I'm going to go to the playground or whatever, but just, um, just I'm going to have them make lists of things they want to do. And then we'll just try to do as many of them as we can and, um, see what they come up with. Because I, like I said, I'm not really very fun, but they can come up with better ideas than I can. So I'm thinking oh, well, that that's what we do. That is such a great idea. I love that. A summer bucket list. I kind of want to make, have my kids do that now. Yeah. And I've seen what them, they like, do. yeah, I've seen people like Instagram people and stuff post like their own. And I don't, I mean, I don't even know what all they include, but I'm just thinking, you know, whatever fun things, you know, and not saying we'll do them all because some of them might be like, well, I want to go to Disney World. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, reasonable <laughs> things we can do close to home and, you know. So we'll see, but I, I'm going to have them do that this week because I we kind of take a few days after school's out to just sort of chill out, you know, just stare at your screen all you want, do whatever you want to do. And then we will kind of get into a routine after a few days. So, oh, that's such a great idea. Yeah, uh, well, what, what, what I was going to say is that sometimes living in, like if you, if you guys are looking for something to do that's close to home, not traveling or not costing a whole lot of money. Um, sometimes you run out of ideas in your own head about what to do because you're there all the time around mm-hmm. you in the, the cities and, the, and you don't think about it. So what I yeah. like to do sometimes is I like to go online and look at the city or the town surrounding me as if I'm a tourist, like go to uh, oh, yeah. Yelp, the Yelp reviews, um, uh, the different like there's different websites out there that will list like the best things to do in your city. And mm-hmm. it might give you an idea of something that you can go do that you forgot about and maybe didn't know existed. Or even if it's in somewhere close to surrounding cities, like I do that down here a lot um, mm-hmm. because when I'm just sitting here, you, you know, you go out, you go to the store, you go here, you miss a lot of things that are tucked away. Right. Um, so if you go there, go to Yelp is really good about having people that, you know, will come in and, and leave reviews or they'll have like a tourist guide or whatever and tell you all the little hidden gems that you can do. And then you can find a lot of things that you can go look at or go do for very, very inexpensive or free. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that that uh, I think are fun that a lot of people don't go do is like go see a botanical garden. Um, yeah. Usually th- those don't cost very much or an art museum or um, a boardwalk over a river or a body of water or something like mm-hmm. that. Go have a picnic in the park. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you don't have a pool, find a community pool and go have a pool day with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that. And if you don't know where those things are, you can find those on those tourist guides. That so is a that's great my... idea. That's a great idea. Cause you kind of forget, like when you live somewhere, you, you forget what all there is to do until somebody comes to yes. visit and goes, Oh, what should we do? And you're like, Oh, well, we actually have <laughs> some really cool stuff to do. <laughs> right. so that's a great you're, idea. 
Yeah, people, I, I, I do it all the time. If I've lived somewhere for a while, I'm like, yeah, there's nothing to do here. But really, there is. Yeah. You know, you've got like little hidden gyms and things mm -hmm. like that. So Definitely. when I say gym, I don't mean like go work out at the gym. I mean like, you know, G-E-M <laughs> gym. <laughs> yeah, because that doesn't really sound like summer fun. That sounds like summer torture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this heat, girl? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, before we leave, I want to let you guys know that we are on our summer flex schedule, um, which, and what does that mean? That means that there may be weeks where you don't hear from us because one or one or both of us are on vacation or, um, you know, whatever reason it is that we might not be able to record. Um, but we will be with you at least, I would say maybe every other week, um, you can expect uh, an episode. And if you don't hear from us in two weeks, don't worry. We have not died. We will be back. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with us. <laughs> Stay with us. So, um, you know, summer is a time where a lot of families go on vacation, a lot of uh, flexibility. People are sleeping in, you know, doing different things. Mm -hmm. um, so just, just stick around with us. We will be here. If you're wondering where we are, you can reach out to us at patriothouselives.gmail.com info at newrightnetwork.com and of course you can find us out on our personal social media at Maga Rose Taylor and Rebecca at Rebecca J Horvath and if you reach out to us we will we will respond to you as soon as possible probably the fastest response I would say is if you send us an email mm -hmm. um we'll probably see that first because sometimes my my social media gets a little bit uh bombarded and I don't see everything mm -hmm. um but we'll try to monitor those and we'll be back I'm not sure if we'll be here next week um, but if you don't hear from us next week, you can, you can look out for us the week following. It'll be like a surprise. Like, oh, look, they're back. Yeah, exactly. We like to keep you guessing. <laughs> yeah, keep you on your toes. You never know when we're going to show up. <laughs> Watch out. We're creeping around. <laughs> uh, coming soon to a tail near you. No. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, um, I hope you guys have a safe and fun summer and we'll talk to you soon. Bye y'all. All of this is possible because of New Right Network. I want to tell you about NRM Plus. It's our premium membership for New Right Network. You can support us and conservative independent media for just $9.95 a month or $79.95 a year. If you like what we're doing, head over to www.nrnplus.com to subscribe. That's www.nrnplus.com or make any donation in any amount at nrnplus.com forward slash product forward slash support. That's nrnplus.com forward slash p-r-o-d-u-c-t forward slash s-u-p-p-o-r-t.